Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. It's time for the Rutherford Report on 101 ESPN. Anything you folks want to know about the fascinating world of pro hockey, here we go. like to uh, welcome Jeremy Rutherford, our Blues Insider from The Athletic, to the Celebrity Line. Good morning, JR. How are you doing today? I'm doing well, guys. Thanks for having me and doing especially well this morning because uh, I might win something. As you guys know, uh, I'm always listening to the, the station on the app. It's the first thing I do when I pop up in the morning. That's not a plug. I actually do that all the time. And my phone beeped this morning and said that I've listened enough that I qualify for a prize. So I'm waiting. Oh, for that's great. Mike Ryder, what that is. What's your prize? We'll, we'll yeah, figure this out. We do appreciate you being as avid a listener <laughs> as you are. And then you get to participate in the show, too. Yeah, this is the best part. Uh, you joining you guys, I'm looking forward to it uh, all season. You know, we've been talking the past couple of weeks and hit on a few topics. But, uh, hey, listen. We're getting going here in a couple of weeks, and we're going to talk about some concrete stuff and line changes and who's banged up and uh, who's the next opponent, all kinds of good stuff coming up. So I'm looking forward to a little more tangible conversation. Okay, so we've got co- Coach, we've got Chief in the uh, Ascension Charity Classic uh, Legend Series next week. We've got Robert Thomas, and we've got Prongs. Give us a, a ranking <laughs> of those three hockey people in terms of their golf acumen. Robert Thomas, Berube, and, and Chief, those are the three and here. Prongs. So Robert yeah. Thomas, Prongs, and, and, and Chief, yeah. Prongs and Chief, yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm going to go with Pronger because uh, if he's listening, I don't want him mad at me. And also, <laughs> he is always the smartest guy in the room. So if, if you told him that he wasn't, didn't have the best acumen, highest acumen, he'd tell you that he did. So we'll go with him. <laughs> And then I'm going with Chief because he can decline uh, interviews, so I don't want to get him upset. <laughs> and then we'll go Robert Thomas because, uh, Randy, you know, way back when, when I started uh, covering the Blues, I was about the same age as these guys. But now I'm older than Robert Thomas, so I can kind of put him in third there. Yeah, Nice. And he's a, uh, his favorite thing, aside from hockey, is to get out and play golf. He's a really good golfer. So it'll be interesting. Uh, I'm intrigued about watching those guys next week. Yeah, you're right. He does uh, love the golf. I would think, though, when, I, when I'm around these young guys like a Cairo and a Thomas and, and you know, Jake Wallman, those guys, uh, you know, back in the day, uh, I think video games is second, third, fourth, and fifth on their list, and then, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. and then golf. So I heard you guys' conversation, of course, listening all the time, heard your conversation the past couple of days about these young guys in the video games. So uh, I can fully agree with, uh, with that assessment. Jerry, I thought you were going to say Pronger would be the best because he has the most time in comparison to the other two. They're, they're a little bit busy. They don't have as much time to, to play golf, right? Yeah, that's a good point. But uh, Prongs, you know, in the business industry and, you know, has his uh, travel company and, and some other things. So a busy guy. But, uh, heck, you heard uh, Nick earlier. We're going earlier. He said that uh, he's texting Prongs all the time and they're yapping about the golf. So I do think that uh, he gets out probably more than those other, other two guys. Oh. Well, Jr., you have a great article right now out on The Athletic talking about Blues Colton Pareko is the title. Blues Colton Pareko focus on winning back fans, quieting trade talks in 2020. 2024. So in this article, there's a lot of things addressed, specifically the part that I just mentioned there in that title, the fans' frustrations, because you even address that in like
like the I believe the second paragraph where fans maybe considered him a little bit too soft. And you give the perspective from Colton on how he feels about things. What is the mindset from Colton going into the season? And he definitely talks about in the article his frustrations with himself and how everything's went last season. Yeah, thanks for setting it up, uh, Brooke, like that, because, uh, you know, trying to explain, you know, where the interview goes and, and where the player takes you a little bit is, you know, I don't know that I've ever interviewed an athlete, and Kerry can probably attest to that, where their focus and their drive is the fans. To me, that's that's never the case. They want to play well, and they want to play well for themselves, for their teammates, and, and, and then with that comes whether – you know, the fans can appreciate the way they play, so on and so forth. And so with Colton Pareko, just because there's been so much conversation uh, the past couple of years about the fans and, and being critical of them and the way he plays, so on and so forth, that I definitely wanted to address that with him. And, and he said, hey, look, I had a tough season last year, but I do feel, looking back, that that's one of eight years, and I feel like I can bounce back and have a good season. And, of course, we all want to play better for the fans, you know, they're paying the hard money and, and, and coming to the games and watching us. So I think with that hard work to make himself a better player and bounce back, he hopes that people will see that. And I think that's where that fan aspect comes in. I know he would never uh, make an excuse, but did he ever mention if he was injured at all at any point last year? Because he looked like he was maybe moving a little bit slower than, than in the past. Yeah, and see, that's another thing, Kerry, that as a reporter, when you're talking to these athletes, um, you know they're not going to tell you everything, right? And so... You know, when you talk to Colton Preco, which I've done a couple of times in the past couple of years and flat out asked him, you know, has the back been bothering you? He said, no, I've been fine. So he only played 32 games a couple of years ago in that shortened season. I believe he, he missed uh, 21, um, but he's come back and, and played almost every game since then. Uh, and at times it does. It looks like he's laboring. It looks like there's something wrong with him. It looks like he's not the Colton Preco that we, we remember from a few years ago. How, how long? Uh, I think it was... Uh, since I listen a lot, I know that it's about a week back. Oh, Jay, <laughs> oh, no. Good job. Good job. These back issues. It's a problem. You know, can't miss one of those. So, I, I, so you talk to him about it, and he tells you, hey, look, it's not a problem. So, Carrie, you know, is it a problem every once in a while? Is it a problem that he just want, doesn't want to admit to? Uh, it could be, but he claims that there's no issue, and he's been on the ice for these games, so it's not like he's missed a, a ton of action because of it. What about his partner? And as you reported, the Blues were interested in uh, trading for Travis Sanheim earlier this offseason to try to get him, Colton Pareko, a partner. They've done it with Letty. They've done it with Scandella. It seems like that's like a never-ending pursuit for Doug Armstrong to get the right partner for Colton Pareko. Yeah, it really has been. And and Colton and I talked about uh, Jay Bolmeister and what a great pair they were. Uh, they were a shutdown pair, of course, in the 2019 Cup run. I went back and looked back just to, to verify it. I mean, Colton Preco got Con Smythe votes in that Stanley Cup run, and that's how good they were with Jay Bolmeister. Since then, they haven't been able to find a partner that has really meshed with them. You had Marco Scandella. You had Nico Mikula. Uh, Tori Krug's been up there a bit, and they just haven't been able to find that guy. And, Randy, what's interesting about the name Travis Stanheim, Philadelphia, and if people aren't – uh, you know, familiar. That was the trade that was in place. If Tory Krug accepts the the deal to go to Philadelphia, Travis Sanheim would have been involved uh, coming here to St. Louis. And and when I worked on this Colton Pareko story, the name that kept coming up in a lot of the analytics uh, was Travis Sanheim. And when I say that, I'm talking about uh, defensive zone starts, and and he was really good in that area. So I think that even though Travis Sanheim Philadelphia had the monster contract, he's starting an eight year deal this year, and people said, you know, why bring in another guy with a long term 
contract. Perhaps that was a situation where moving Krug, you put Sanheim with Colton Preco, maybe Nick Letty slips down and plays with Justin Falk, and you kind of have a different look with that top four. Perhaps that's what they were aiming for. Uh, but nonetheless, uh, you know, Colton Preco, they still continue to find that right partner for him. JR, wouldn't most people say they don't think that it should matter who Colton Pareko is, who he's playing with? He should be the one uplifting the player next to him, not the other way around. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. And I think, uh, you know, I think back when you ask that question to, I've written a ton of stories about Al McKinnis and Chris Pronger over the years, talking about Pronger again. And that's the number one thing that all of, all of their ex-teammates and coaches say is it didn't matter who played with those guys, they made – them better and listen I don't know at this point that anybody is looking at Colton Preco and putting him on the same pedestal as, as a McKinnis and a Pronger these are Hall of Famers and have their numbers up in the rafters so on and so forth so maybe you know he just isn't that type of player where he can lift you up but to me with the physical attributes he has and the experience he has winning a Stanley Cup and heck we've seen it we've seen it in that Stanley Cup run you know, he's got to be able to pull 50, 60% of the weight, regardless of who his partner is. And if he's not making that player better, at least be consistent himself. And he hasn't done that, at least last year, and then a little bit before that with that shoulder. Well, my, oh, sorry. I was just going to say, my big takeaway from the article, not to give too much to uh, too much away, because it is fantastic. It's a fantastic read, as always, um, is that he wants to win back the fans, and that it just felt like he was thinking too much last season. So was there any other details that he gave you about how he's going to approach this season mindset-wise, anything that he's been working on this offseason? Yeah, that's the thing. And, and it's, it was a little bit hard to convey in the article, but uh, you know, when his number one takeaway from last season is that he was just hesitating, he was thinking too much, he wasn't jumping like he usually jumps, you know, I, I kind of paused and I looked at him. I say, hey, listen, if, if you need to work on your shot, you can go work on your shot. If you need to work on face-offs, you can go work on face-offs. But mentally, how do you work on not thinking as much as you did and, and just react? And, you know, he said that he watched the video. He sees where he's pausing, he's hesitating, and just realizes he needs to keep the mind free and, and just be able to react in those situations. You know, part of this, too, I think we're going to learn as the weeks go on here with the new uh, coach, Mike Weber, on defense – you know, how can they react in the system? The Blues did make some defensive tweaks last year. You know, Colton probably, um, you know, just being as polite as he can, said, hey, it wasn't enough to make a difference. But some of the things they were doing last year, perhaps that led to these defensemen, including Colton Preco, not being able, to, being able to react like they normally do. And so we'll see what Mike Weber comes in here and installs and see if it's a system in which Colton Preco feels comfortable enough that he can just jump into the play. Jer, what's you going on? What's going on for the three day weekend? You got a barbecue set up or anything? Yeah, we are. Uh, this is the big family extended family trip to the Hoosaw River, and we got a nice big log cabin lodge that sleeps about twenty and uh, have a blast. So we'll be getting down there tonight and uh, coming back on Monday. So. Uh, looking forward to it. Have a great time. Be careful, and we will talk to you next week. And right around the corner, we've got uh, Blues Training Camp. Here we are. It's it, it is September, and uh, so with that, we're going to have Blues Training Camp. Yeah, the music going Blues and Brews too on September twenty second. Yep. So we'll yep. see everybody out there. Yep, absolutely. Thank you, Jr.